when you hear something from God and hear something to do, very often, if you set about to do it or when you set about to do it, you will find people in your own household who will rise up against you. You'll find friends who rise up against you. You'll find church friends who try to get you not to do that thing. This is not unusual at all. Matthew chapter 10, verses 32 through 39, Jesus says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me, the word, before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him also will I deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I come not to send peace, but a sword. In one section of scripture, he said he comes to bring division. For when he gives that word to you, and the others haven't heard that word, and you speak what you have heard, very often your foes will be of your own household or your own church group. Verse 35, Jesus says, For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Verse 37, He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it for the word's sake. So if you're fully persuaded that you have heard from God, you might find immediately someone trying to stop you from doing that word. I had an accident at my house in Texas in December 2018, and they had to take me to the hospital. As we, they rolled me past the front door of that house, I heard a word from God by His Spirit. And that word that I heard was, You will never see this house again. They took me to the hospital. I had surgery. They had to put me into a rehabilitation center for two and a half months. As I was in that hospital... I considered the word that I'd heard. You'll never see that ho- this house again. I also knew that I could not continue to live alone. I was about 80 at that time. And I knew I couldn't continue to live alone. And a plan evolved where I would move to Colorado, from Texas to Colorado, and live in the home of one of our church people. And that I would be leaving Texas. I went directly from the hospital to Colorado. She came down to help me with with the transportation. We flew to Colorado from Lubbock, Texas. 
One of the, I put the house up for sale while I was still in Texas. And one of our church members who knew what I'd heard from God came to me and said, I don't see how you can do this. I don't see how you can put your house up for sale. And I said, well, I've heard from God. You'll never see this house again. She was just dumbfounded over what I did. It worked out just great for me. When you have heard from God, and you are persuaded it is God that you've heard from, and you do that thing that you've heard to do, you may have someone say, I don't see how you can do this. That might be someone in your own household, your family, or it could be a church friend. Years ago, when I was a new Christian, I owned a business at that time, and a woman filed a a court thing against me, and I was going to have to go to court. I heard what I believed to be a word from God. Don't testify at that court trial. So I called my attorney, and I said, you might not want to represent me because I believe I've heard from God not to testify, so I'm not going to testify at this court proceeding. He said, well, that won't be any problem. Flo will testify. She saw everything and heard everything. She'll testify. She was a woman who worked for me. But when Flo heard that I wasn't going to testify, she became very angry with me. She said, now all of the burden is upon me if you're not going to testify. And I said to her, but I think I've heard from God. Don't testify. So I can't testify. She still wasn't happy about the situation. The man that I was dating at the time was not happy with me either. And he said, Joan, you're not doing this girl any good by not testifying. I said, well, I'm not trying to do any good. I'm trying to do what I believe God told me to do, and that is don't testify. We got in the court trial, and things didn't go very well with Flo's testimony. And my lawyer said to me, Joan, Flo's testimony was not as strong as I would like it to be, but if you will testify... I know we will win this case. So I said to him, well, let me see. And I got up and went to the restroom and prayed. And I said to God, what do you want me to do? And I heard, don't testify. So I went back into the courtroom and I just shook my head no. We won the case, but I did not testify. You may have opposition every direction around you when You believe you've heard to do something. You may have opposition. But if you are absolutely sure that it is God who showed you to do that, then you need to go forward with it. Now, God may have a way for you to explain it to that other person who's opposing you. And sometimes they'll just, they'll be angry with you. I know when I went into the ministry, my Church of Christ cousin was very upset with me. And she did everything she could to stop me. And I explained the reason I was doing what I was doing when I, when I went on radio. I explained what happened, and she was still upset with me. 
And it was never resolved. In her lifetime, it was never resolved. I just went ahead doing the work that I believed God wanted me to do. Sometimes that happens. Peter talked about the fiery trial which is to try us, not to be surprised about it. When we've heard from God, we very often will receive opposition. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. If you're reproached over that word, that God has brought to you, which you have chosen to do, Peter says, happy are ye, for that's a suffering that Christ had. For the spirit and glory of God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. He's glorified on your part because you're doing what he told you to do. On their part, He is evil spoken of because they don't believe it was God who told you that. And they try to stop you. So there could be a very fiery trial. I've often had that happen when God has shown me to do something. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.